0: Our This Week in XR podcast is sponsored by our friends at Zapper, the world's leading augmented reality platform and creative studio. With over 11 years of experience working with the world's biggest brands through Zapper Creative Studio. Zapper also has an award-winning web AR platform, Zapworks, that lets you create your own mobile AR magic. Finally, check out their Zap Box, the most affordable mixed reality headset on the planet. Start creating AR over at zap.works or talk to them about your next AR project at zapper.com. Good morning, everybody. I'm Charlie Fink. I'm here with Ted Shilowitz. It's October 21st, 2022. Good morning, Ted.
1: Morning, Charlie. I am I am finally back in my my home studio per se for a little yeah, while. Yeah,
0: I can see all your props in the background.
1: World has come back, and now I'm being asked to travel around again and start to give presentations and stuff, as you are, you know. So here we are. Here we go.
0: We we've got a, a great guest today, Casper um, Thykier. Mm-hmm. He's the co-founder and CEO of Zapper, our sponsor. Right. Um, and so we'll learn a little bit more about them in our guest segment. But let's start with the news. Um, So, you know, one thing I'm excited about, I just thought I would mention this. There are so many negative stories about Meta. It is becoming a cottage industry on its own. And I, I can't keep elevating them, yet I feel an obligation to talk about them because it's part of the news now. The but news you, is part of the news. The news, so, of the news. <laughs> so I started a news section. I'm just putting it all at the bottom. This week in Shidden Friday.
1: Yeah, I, I like <laughs> it. It's, it's very appropriate and, and well thought. It's uh, I just I, I on on this weekend on Twitter, I grabbed that
0: old meme, Leave Meta alone. <laughs> the old uh, Britney Spears one from like 2012. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, there was a big announcement this week. Um, at TechCrunch, Stability AI raised 101 million dollar
1: seed round. Yep, and this was not 100%. from nobody; it was from Lightspeed, which is yeah, a huge VC. Yeah, and the number is interesting: 101 million, not 100 million, not 150 <laughs> million, 101 million, which is sort of telling on there is a story here, right? They are they are making a point. Uh, and, you know, for those of our of our listeners and watchers that don't know what what this is, is this is a, a new it's also kind of a fad, wouldn't you say, like that's built on AI um, of taking text based input and turning it into artwork. Uh, you've done it. I've done it. It's fascinating. It's interesting.
0: I, I can tell. You're right. Enough. It could it could be hot or not, where it's very, very hot for a while, but then for people moment, don't really yeah. have anything to do with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know, man. the craziest analogy I the world made. we
1: live in is bonkers these days.
0: <laughs> anyway, good luck. Li- apparently most of it is going to go to their hosting bill. I yeah. don't know if you picked this up. Yeah, I did <laughs> pick that up. The, right. so, that. so you know, you type it in as text, and then the algorithm goes to work at the speed of light, but across a bank of computers that fills a
1: room. Right. And, you know, it's, it's fascinating study. We should, I have some friends that are in the quantum computing business and we should, or what we call the road to quantum computing. We should have them on the show oh, that would be, because, you know, is a fascinating thing to study uh, with all of these applications. Who is winning? It is absolutely the company store model, right? It's Amazon, AWS, it's Google with their Google cloud and it's, and it's Microsoft with Azure, the cloud three business on as the
0: as our digital lives expand, the cloud business turns out to be the most prescient thing. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I mean, back in the old days of RackSpace uh, and and smaller hosting services, yep. uh, they didn't have AWS's scale, but same idea. As more companies they come online, the yeah, they saw where it was going. Yeah. So,
1: so have you ever heard? Changing the subject, have you ever heard of Biture? Yeah, a little bit. It was. It's, it's so. It's one of those companies. It's a little like our friends at Nreal and you know it's one of those Qualcomm chip based powered devices using these birdbath optics, but they have a kind of an interesting take on it, right? Because they've got this second same, like, screen neck band Everybody
0: thing. is doing a second screen.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's I mean, not it, you know,
0: it's, it's not AR like projecting images or 3D objects on planes like your desk. It's more like, you know, IMAX on your face.
1: It's just a remote monitor, basically, that you wear. Yeah, Yeah.
0: for for games or or whatever. And given the amount of time that people spend uh, consuming video on their phones, um, you know, the mobile phone is sort of made for streaming content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, you know, uh, this could be a thing, you know, also mobile gaming, but a lot of mobile gaming is casual games, which it wouldn't be as good for.
1: Well, and here's one thing that I've noticed, see if you've noticed this as well. Now that I've started flying uh, quite a bit more again, um, most of the streaming services now, you know, when they they want you to download um, your content to an iPad, right, or or some sort of tablet. You're not really it's not really a laptop anymore. They're very focused on the mobile, either Android or iOS. And what I've noticed on airplanes is you know they're kind of getting rid of the screens in the seats because of the cost. Everybody's of- got a screen in their hand. Right. So everybody's got one. But here's the problem is there's no real good place to put them. So you kind of put them on your lap or on the tray. And you I, carry, the I carry a little stand, right? a, a little, little
0: plastic stand. stand. I just stick it in the pocket of my briefcase. Yep, you yep. know, Jane and I, when we're eating breakfast, we, we're not sharing the newspaper anymore. We're both <laughs> looking at our smartphones right. on their little stands. So, so there's an opportunity. Problem. The stand right. business, yes, it's a terrible
1: economic business model. I mean, the ergonomics of smartphones are horrible. Right. So the idea of wearing this, you know, just on an airplane of like, okay, if yeah. it gets good enough that I can just put the the hundred inch screen in front of my face, that's a business in and of itself. And they'll yeah. sell enough of those to be profitable, I think.
0: So yeah. I, I've been predicting for years that smartphones are going to get bigger. I said that at AWE once and everybody's head almost fell off. Right. It's beca- because it's the ergonomics of the smaller yeah, phone terrible. are or terrible.
1: Down at This thing all the time is not great for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly.
0: So um, <clears throat> other news this week, other things have happened. Tilia spun off from Linden Labs and partnering with the biggest bank in the world, JP Morgan. Right. Uh, their
1: games payment system, right? That's their whole- It's system, the whole
0: right? uh, Second Life economy, which is its players do almost $700 million of trades with one another through their asset store. Right. Uh, and Tilia drives that. That's a pretty large scale thing. They're doing it for a few other companies now. And now they're spinning it off. It's a rev share model. So any developer can use the Tilia system inside their game and call their currents in-game currency, whatever they want. And players can put money in and they can take money out in their local fiat currency. Mm-hmm. So someone in France, it's, and they'll be bank compliant. Right, that international trading compliant, which no one else can really replicate. Right. It's right. it's free of the market gyrations of crypto. You know, everybody thought there would be an Ethereum-based economic system in the metaverse, but that may not be necessary, right? That may be killing a fly with a cannon. So this Tilia thing it kind of makes sense when they tell you about it. We'll see if the proverbial dogs eat the dog food, but it's just an SDK. It costs you nothing you know, build, build away, uh, you know, you could stick it in VR chat tomorrow.
1: Right. And and, and it costs you nothing.
0: It's an right. SDK. Right. Uh, and uh, they just split the money with you. I don't know what, they, whether it's 50, 50 or 70, 30, I have no idea, but the idea that they're splitting the money sort of makes it a no risk proposition for the developer.
1: Yeah. No, no upfront cost. You're basically, it's basically a red split.
0: And, yeah. and, you know, so they generated from that $680 million in trades, Almost
1: hundred million dollars in profit. Right, so there's another company store model right there. It's who's making Ooh. money. All I the mean, things that people need to do this stuff, right? So there you go. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, let's move on. What else have we got? I like the Tilia thing, and I think yeah. the the guy who took over Second Life, um, you know, uh, Brad Oberweger, is a super smart entrepreneur. He sold his company, I forget the name of it, to PepsiCo. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a brand snacks business mm-hmm. that he sold to Pex, uh, PepsiCo. And I think he walked away with about a billion.
1: Well, and you know, there's a story within a story.
0: $1.8 billion was that deal.
1: There's a story within a story when you talk about Second Life. The the OG uh, virtual land company is really the only one where anybody's actually showing up in, the, in a virtual land. These days. <laughs> well, I know. Right. Did you see
0: that? I mean, I, I have always suspected mm-hmm. this, but you know, of course, these are private companies. So, you know, if they're not doing well, they're certainly not going right, to tell reporting
1: it, Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, and DAP Radar is a proxy. And they answered the DAP Radar ah. uh, ratings uh, by saying DAP Radar is only counting transactions.
1: Right.
0: You know, ah. DAP Radar follows the crypto aspect of our business, not casual visitors who are there for the fashion industry. But then two writers dug into this. And it's it's more true than not.
1: Yeah, and we we suspected it because you can sort of tell when you go. You know, we have to do our research, right? So we and go nobody is there. And we it. Nobody there, and you're like, well, this is kind of an interesting little virtual art gallery, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, Roblox is so people.
0: different from that because you Roblox could be playing vibrant. on your own,
1: but you're seeing people running around doing. Incredibly vibrant place, and you know, rec room is vibrant, and yes. and VR chat is vibrant. We know that there are people in there. But decentraland, mm, not so much. But yeah, um,
0: I just you know, and and sandbox has been heavily hyped.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we shall see. Uh, Pico four yep. is out on the floor of AWE Lisbon, and we got a good look at it through Scott Stein and uh, our friend Tony Scared Ghost Vitillo, yep. uh, and it sounds like a pretty great device, especially the enterprise version.
1: Yeah. And Tony's Tony's pretty authentic with his reviews. He'll tell you when it's good. He'll tell you when it's not. And he's pretty genuine. So if he's given us good notes, it's probably good. And we suspected it was, you know, at that kind of beyond. the. the right. Well, it's way.
0: another company that's getting the benefit of going second.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, you know, Meta has sort of softened the beach and here they come with meta having done the most hard work.
1: Yeah, it's a good metaphor. Um,
0: so, so we we shall we shall see, but I'm I you know, I have the Pico 3 and, and the problem is that, you know, the app store is mad.
1: Ecosystem's not there, right? And, and you know, yeah, right,
0: and you know, Metcalf's law. Right. You know, no no one is there. It's not a presence machine,
2: right?
0: So, uh that is oh, house of terror we'll give given a plug oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This record. Is in
1: recruitment in Rec
0: Room, right. So I can yeah. speak the Rec Room. Yeah, it's Halloween it's, time, Charlie. I'm sure there's Halloween stuff all over VR chat as well. Yeah. Uh, they're just not as good at promoting this stuff as the Rec Room machine. Uh, so take a hint there, VR chat, because uh, it's a great way to keep themselves in the news. This sounds like a genuinely creative project. They use their own artists. Uh, I don't know how they found the Haunt Society. I haven't thought of these guys since like 2008 (laughs) you know that remember those kind of sites on internet 1.0 yeah 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 yeah. so um oh okay here's one valkyrie armbands these are the things that are going to simulate muscle resistance for vr fitness
1: Interesting. And look, VR fitness is obviously a business, right? Significantly, it is, it, it is um, huge. important to the to the ecosystem, and it's probably the thing I do most in VR is things where I'm trying to get my heart rate up and 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 the kinetic energy up. And I think that's probably, you know, there. So there's a business in creating these things um, that are are adding kind of that haptic flavor to this stuff, right? And and more realism to it. It's fascinating.
0: So uh, I see Casper has entered the waiting room. So let's let him in.
1: Good. It's a good week this week. A lot of, lot of. Yeah, there's a lot
0: of news this week.
1: Yeah.
0: I particularly like the Tilia story. I think there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a good game currency, Casper. Hey,
1: Casper. Welcome. Hey.
0: Great to see you. How are you doing? <laughs> We're doing good. Uh, it's it's almost dinner time there.
2: <laughs> oh, so close. I mean, uh, well, it is, uh, yeah. I have to say, I mean, not that I'm a you know uh, uh, an alcoholic, but. I just that that beer it is moment Friday. is, is, it is, is coming coming it's coming fast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so the first thing I want to ask you uh, is: Were you at AWE Europe? I, I'm not. We have got um, some folks there, um, and I feel a bit bad about not being there. But I think you know because we've been, you know, we go to 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 AWE in Santa Clara, and that sort of is almost our annual pilgrimage, and has yeah. been for for so long. Yeah. that um and isn't it a funny thing that you go to the one that's furthest away as opposed to the one that's on your doorstep um but it almost felt like oh my goodness that one's come around quick again yeah. you know um so there some some of the team are there um uh and it's fascinating to see how, how, how it goes is it sort of I, I i believe you know first time in in portugal and and uh and lisbon which is I, I, a beautiful city. you know yeah. i've
0: only got the socials and and my uh are actually associate producer was there and uh she liked it so much. She said, why aren't you here? Uh, like, well, it's in Lisbon and I only go to Santa Clara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, the, the thing. The well, one year I went well. there was for a book thing. Uh, mm. and uh, At the time, um, I was uh, working with another company. God, what is their name? But they they bought a ticket for me. Because, you know, flying from L.A., to lisbon business class is like $8000 right there. Yeah, and that would be a deal
2: yeah, yeah.
0: so yeah. i you know
1: so and, anyways, for, it's great it's it's great to see you um yeah it's been a while and thanks so, for supporting the show you know yeah. i mean it's a big oh, deal that to. you take a, yeah. that you take a flyer on us and want us to you know do our little gab fest every week it's, well, you're uh, very
2: kind to say that, but I mean, it is genuinely a pleasure. Uh, and, and, you know, it is trying to stand up more voices in and around XR and AR who, you know, just trying to get people to understand what it is and what it isn't, you know, because that's the big thing, isn't it? Oh, there's just so much, it's, it's become. It's still small different. enough that it feels <laughs> like a community. But, that's right.
0: Yeah. But uh, it's, definitely it's, does we, right? As as we've been predicting, I think that's starting to change. And, yeah. you know, especially with the metaverse side of it. I think interesting, you know, that, that VR has kind of been shoved off to the side in favor of a metaverse that is driven by browsers and is all-encompassing. And when I say all-encompassing, it's standalone apps for training, metaverse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. AR, you know, snap filters, metaverse. Yes. yeah. So I mean, who am I to disagree? But uh, <laughs> it's sort of metaverse everything these days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Casper um, uh, has that. has your belief structure in AR, MR wavered at all through your journey? I mean, you've been around doing this Mm-mm. for quite some time, and watched uh, various gyrations in the business, in the industry. You know, yes. various applications, companies come and go, use cases come and go. But you're still there, still doing it, and and mm-hmm. uh, I'm just curious. You know, how do you keep it all together for so long? (laughs) The
2: fascination to me? Oh, you're very sweet. Well, I I think we have definitely always been of the opinion that it is a a marathon rather than a sprint. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think the thing that hasn't changed, and I think always gives me hope, is that from back in 2010-11, when you just showed anyone AR, that sense of wonder and sort of magic um, is still there today. Do you know what I mean? No one, it's not a thing you necessarily go tr- tired of. And I don't think that's because it's a magic, it is just a magic trip or it's just something that is attention grabbing, but there is something that is very compelling about um, spatial computing that I think is hard not to recognize as just, you know, a fact, um, but it, does take a while then for people to know what to do with that you know so that's sort of you know um, with great power comes responsibility (laughs) it hasn't been used very responsibly yet well it's (laughs) Um, it's,
0: (laughs) as you say it's it's got a novelty value but i think something happened during the pandemic Mm -hmm. where restaurants got rid of menus and they replaced them with qr codes Uh, 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 and people you know they've been around for 10 years and no one has really paid attention to them And what they represent. But now we are entering a phase where it's QR codes on everything. And so that to me is the thing that mobile AR has been waiting for because these are experiences are most compelling when they're location-based.
2: Yeah. Well, I think also I think it's also true that, you know, I mean, there are very few net positives out of the COVID era, but my goodness, it was, you know, as you say, reinvented QR. To uh, to a, a large extent, certainly in the West, and and suddenly, because Web AR had just sort of begun to come in as yes. well, that it, I, I think suddenly the whole area of product visualization and indeed you know m commerce and you know how AR could be used in that in that kind of uh, in that context just suddenly I think it just began to fit for a lot of people to go. Well, I and, get it now, you know. Um, and you uh, couldn't so
1: have a, a a bigger and more powerful advocate. Than the CEO of the largest company on the planet. <laughs> yes.
2: And AR TV fan number one.
1: Yes. is very directed, yeah. very focused narrative yeah. of AR will be the thing that you yeah. will wonder one day how the hell you ever lived without it. Without it. They, yeah. The three of us kind of agree with that thesis in yeah. its infancy, right? Yeah. And he has this strong realization that the tools that they build and where they're going with all these things, it is the evolution of the compute dynamic. Right in many yeah. ways, we see it in all kinds of forms. So, yeah. you know, it'll be interesting to see how this marathon turns out for you. <laughs> but we're well, you're right. And, uh, well, I, I you the, the,
2: the bit that, that, that struck up to me is, you know, uh, 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 very been married for a number of years, very happily. Uh, but I, certainly over that period, I think my wife's already gone I really still don't understand what you do, and I, I can't explain <laughs> it to any of my friends.
1: Um, oh my, but, that's all right. uh, My wife says the same thing. Uh,
2: uh, my, uh, my entire family thinks I'm a spy. That's, well, that's, that's it. Right. Uh, You're a uh, spy. Right? But, but what I loved it is there's there a moment we were we we're flying somewhere on EasyJet, and uh, we we're you know doing that classic thing of what's going to fit in the hold. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. actually, in the EasyJet app, they have a little AR thing that will then you can put all right. And she was exactly. like. Wow, this is amazing! What's this? Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's what we do." And that's she was like, "Wow!" I was like, <laughs> so, right. thank you, EasyJet, uh, for explaining what I have failed to for ten yeah. years. <laughs> you know. uh,
0: the the other thing the things- that works really well is Google Maps, especially yes. the walking directions because they've yeah, got yeah. these giant arrows pulsating. I mean, it's just terrific, and it's this is uh, it. it's something that I use from a practical standpoint, it's not a novelty. It's like, I really can't find dreamscape in this mall. (laughs) Well,
2: no, this is it. And and I think that's that thing. And, you know, I I think, I guess at Snap. We've got that lovely thing about, you know how's it transitioning from toy to tool. Uh, That is the tool end is the more exciting for sure. That That utility, that the bit that suddenly goes, you know I don't need to be an AR all the time but actually there are a number of things where this is super helpful. Um, I mean, I have to say I use the measurement app on Apple loads, you know, that sort of, oh God, I haven't, you know, how often can you remember to bring a ruler with you? you know? So, we're, sort of like, oh, that, that so what we're
0: really talking about here is the democratization of this technology and you've got, yeah, uh, you know, zapper.com, which is a web-based tool that allows anyone to create AR.
2: So how is that going? Is it growing because of all this? Uh, it is growing. I mean, I tell you what it it is though, um, honestly, is I don't think that anyone... Um, it's not hard to get people excited about AR, but I think once they are um, faced with a blank canvas of now make something yourself, there is a sort of kind of, there's so many possibilities, where do I start? So I think, you know, what we're finding is definitely because the tools are becoming um, more no low code, there's so much more that you can do that is more drag and drop with, uh, also now with 3D and alpha channel video and all these sorts of things, that means that you can make, you can spin things up pretty quickly, but just needs that sort of little sense of, you know write some problem statements or some that you're trying to solve and then ask yourself could AR fit it and actually then you know use the tool to try and just spin up some quick demos to see if that that works for you so I think that is becoming something that's becoming much more uh, much easier to do um, and and therefore that that's growing um, and so we're certainly see I don't see, see any let up but it is, you know, it's not. It's not, it's not content
0: creation in Mm -hmm. spatial computing, user-generated content in spatial computing. Mm -hmm. It's a different kind of cat than user-generated content, which has driven the media because it is interactive and for other people, Um, you know, that's driven, you know, UGC. I mean, look at, you know, TikTok, right? It's a UGC machine, but making those videos Uh, However, slickly done is very different than building a world or taking something from the 3D world and bringing it into our world. And what I say to other faculty members about my students Mm -hmm. is that they either come or don't come with the one thing we can't teach them, which is how to have ideas Mm -hmm. and how to tell which ideas are good Mm -hmm. and which ideas are bad. And then all of it is just problem solving with technology. Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah, you're right. Uh, But it is a slightly different mindset for spatial computing. It's a different way of telling stories. It's a different way of thinking about, and and so much of it, you know, it's fine when you are sort of creating something for a screen, because you know exactly what those dimensions are and how people are going to receive it. AR, you just don't know where someone's going to be in relation to the thing that they're pointing out, what's happening around, what device they're on. There's so many things that can go wrong that you need to consider. And I think that can sometimes, you know, just means it just needs a little bit more thought. Uh. So, so, but it suggests
0: that the great way, the great option that people have is just to go to Zapper as as an agency that specializes in XR experiences and let
2: you have the ideas. Yeah, I mean, we're totally agnostic. I mean, I, I think that's the thing. I think, you know, I, 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 maybe one of the reasons that we see it as a marathon rather than sprint is that we made our job exceedingly hard for ourselves. Because the minute you do go, we want to be about democratizing AR. Hey, no one can do that on their own. B, that takes, you know, that that takes a, a lot of folks and there are loads of folks who are beginning to do that. Um, and, and I think, you know, because when we started, it was our own money and we were bootstrapped and no one was really doing it back then. You kind of have to have a studio in order to go, we, we believe in this, let us help you build it. Because there's, you know, actually getting you to understand what it is, yeah. is one hurdle. Getting you to find anyone to make it is another one. So I think I think us having that there um, for any partners who want to take use of it is really, really helpful. But I think we really want that as a way to start people on their own sort of camera capability journey, if you like, as, a, as an organization, because at some point you you also don't want to be the, um, you know, a, a blocker for them being able to explore that that further. Um, and you want to sort of just, you know, give them the tools so they can start uh, making bit of it. But yeah, always happy to help.
0: <laughs> so, uh... Of course, the other thing we have to talk about is Zapbox. Zapbox. I saw you guys at AWE in 2017, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Magic Leap for super
2: cheap. <laughs> yes, that was the that was the genesis idea. Uh, for,
1: for, for people
0: who have, haven't seen it, it's a, a, a cardboard essentially Google cardboard, if you remember that for AR.
1: Mm
2: it was back then i mean uh it's become plasticized now. yeah now you plasticize One minute.
0: right yeah let's see it i'll describe it for those of you not watching the
2: of the podcast just plasticize the word we just made it up but i think yeah, it is I like it so here you go, that is uh, that is now what Zapbox uh, will ship as. Um, so you're right. We it have does look like a Magic Leap. <laughs> it does a bit, um, but for Magic cheap. Um, uh, so we're almost there. I mean, look, you, it's been a long journey. Um, uh, again, we're not hardware specialists, so we've had to learn a lot uh, as a small team uh, to get here. And I guess the cardboard version was a great validation of Can we actually stand this up using literally cardboard and computer Mm -hmm. vision to make something that can uh, give a, you know, a, I'd say a delightful mixed reality experience. Um, You know, we're not trying or pretending to be that it's going to be, you know, Quest Pro standards or that it's going to do all these other things. But actually, you'd be pleasantly surprised at what you can do for $80. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's back to that democratization point. How do we give people that first gateway into well, I mean, frankly, it could be, you know, MR or, or VR experiences with this. Um, uh, and so it's, it is really exciting. We're, we're, we're sort of gonna do a bit of a soft launch in, in, in November around it. It's, it's really gonna be beginning of next year when we sort of uh, get into the, pro- the the proper sort of commercial launch. And, and, and I guess what's nice is we've got the hardware bit. Now it's just getting the software side of it to a place that we're happy for it to kind of launch and iterate from there. Um, uh, so yeah, it's really exciting. I mean our focus really is is uh, is tabletop experiences you know how do you make a really compelling mixed reality uh, uh, tabletop experience that could be collaborative you know so that might be you know playing pool um it might be looking at a 3d model in a you know in a in a, in a business context there are loads of things that actually again if we control the 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 space you're on and we're still using sort of you know video pass through so it can all look very real and we've got controllers that mean you can interact with it it's it is remarkable what you can do, actually. Um, but but I think what's interesting is is trying to avoid. We're not trying to get people to do lots of fast movement. We're trying to minimise obviously yep. the amount of latency that as, as far as we can. Again, we're using existing smartphones, so we're only using one camera. We, you know, so there's things and we're presenting that stereoscopically. So there, there are things that make that difficult. You know, it's so a lift to try and do this at all. <laughs> Frankly, I don't right. know that anybody else is. But I think you know, um, with Simon the team, it's 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 impressive where we've got to, um, and I and I think because of the nature of that sort of very accessible, very affordable price point, I don't think we're overclaiming what you're going to get. Whereas I think the minute you are charging fifteen hundred bucks, three thousand bucks, you want it to be pretty good. Well,
0: I mean, even five hundred bucks. Yeah. I think exactly. most people would be pretty frustrated if they spent $500 and That's
2: it didn't it. just work. That's it right yeah. So I think we kind of sort of, yeah, I, I think we kind of go we're more in that sort of Nintendo Wii kind of area than mm-hmm. we are in sort yeah. of trying to do you know it's kind of it's 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 fun it's going to be um therefore experiences that could possibly be you know 30 so, minutes So max, it's, but... so is it web AR?
0: that bring that uh, the experiences that you're making for it? Or is there a, an
2: app? Uh, so originally, we're going to, we, we, you know, it's going to be talking a, a Unity SDK. So they will be um, native apps to begin with. We definitely are looking to get it to run in WebXR. Um, but that's also, there's some interesting, and I'm not the technical person here, but yeah. there are some obstacles and hurdles. Right. And, and, and of to course, overcome. when
0: you're talking tabletop, ideally you would want, you know, multiple people yeah. to be seeing the, same experience
2: um, yeah, yeah
0: exactly from their perspective
2: yes and we can do that so that's great you know yeah. um so then you uh, really can build a tabletop game oh yeah totally and like i said you know we're, we're sort of in the background working on you know a, a, a version of just playing pool i can't tell you how how satisfying it is it's yeah. you know because actually you know well in a way a game, it's a re- rare opportunity for you to make something for yourselves yeah it is fun it's really well and and the idea of getting that you know really i guess in the first instance this is sort of for creators um so with that unity sdk i think it's a really really nice way um, and the reason for targeting unity is because loads of people already i guess making stuff in unity for the quest um and the controllers we've we've um We've mirrored the same inputs as you get on a quest controller. So, you know, <laughs> it's not like everyone's gonna have a zapp. But you understand why. it, your brain understands what to do with it, right? Exactly. And and also if you are a creator or developer doing it, you, you're actually going like it right, it's an easy man way. Yeah, to, to, to do those things. So I think that's the thing, is is how do we kind of allow people to to just give it a go? Um, you know, try an experiment making in this without thinking, oh God, I've got to spend. Hundreds of bucks to 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 start, you know, to get into this. Um, and, and your belief
1: structure is such that I think you have relatively the same thesis that Charlie and I do: that to really unlock unlock the power of AR, you have to wear it. You yeah, can't just I hold think, it, right? You can't just be yeah. this but magic yeah. window. So and how do you,
0: how does the ergonomics? How do you handle that, right? Because the headset mm-hmm. is going, that your mobile phone is going somewhere up here. So
2: yeah, yeah, um, and that's yeah. it's heavy. Uh, it is. Um. Uh, I should have had one all set up for you, really. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I guess we've, we've followed the principles that um, of others that are out there uh, in that um, it's a head strap that, um, you know, the weight is distributed on your forehead and we've just taken almost like a ratchet off a welding helmet to be able to sort of yeah. um, make it fix it. Uh, so you're right. Then then the phone is placed in a tray. Uh, by the way, you're not going outside wearing this at all. Right. That's not our, our use cases. Because you, you, you're you're going to look ridiculous. I'm going to, uh, that. <laughs> but I think what's so interesting is that that when you have the, the sort of tray, uh, and I don't know if you can sort of see this on on, on the image, but um, so the so the phone sits in this tray here. So you've yeah. got absolute sort of open peripheral vision, right. which is super helpful. I can't tell you actually what a kind of game changer that Absolutely. bit is. Um, and actually, we've we've done some clever things with the lenses just to cut the tops and bottoms so that when you do look through um, the phone. you're you're not aware of the of the uh, edges of your device so you do see a really good sort of um, field of view of of mixed reality and that sort of video pass through but then you can see you know the real world around you so you don't you have no no sense of panic of where am I what am I going to run into you're sort of a bit grounded um and and it it really just makes that nicer. Now, you know, the big thing that we're working on is how well can we deal with 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 motion blur and latency and how much of that can we solve, you know, through compute um, and how we're using frames, you know. And and so, and it's looking like versus what we've been, where we were before with the cardboard version that we're able to, you know, move that a, a, a good bit forward. If you're in it and you're shaking your head wildly and actually if you do just do that wearing nothing, you feel pretty crappy. So I I don't think, again, we're not like, great, first thing you're gonna do is go straight into Star Wars and start battling things, you know? I think it is kind of like, yeah, okay, what what is gonna feel comfortable and good? The other thing that's really, really um, compelling about it, which was absolutely not something we created it for, is actually just looking at um, uh, uh, sort of streamed 360 VR movies in it. It's amazing how it's actually quite, quite comfortable and quite a nice way to watch um uh so yeah it's really interesting how how how, how it's turning out and uh, i think it's we're sort of at that point of until we get it into people's hands and have that feedback uh, we it could go in so many different ways um and and, and that's exciting but i definitely agree with your thesis about at the point where you can release that being in a very sort of defined box that you're having to hold you know that it does open something else up for sure
0: well, we will definitely be talking up the uh, Zapbox when it becomes. I have to available. get it. Oh. oh, I can't wait to send it to you. Really can't. Yeah, um, really yeah. exciting. It's so such a great story. I mean, you have had to learn so much. <laughs> now you're going to yeah. have to, you know, and you have to learn about product marketing and internet yes. marketing. And you know, it's a completely, you know, that is a completely different can of whoop ass.
2: Oh, it really is. And I'd have to say, you know, sort of shout out to, to Rich Hess, who's been helping us, um, you know, alongside Simon the team, actually over the last year, understand the whole idea of supply chain and operations and end-to-end fulfillment. Yeah, because uh, suddenly you know, you're wow.
0: in a business where you actually yeah. have boxes of stuff that Absolutely. have to be stored
2: and packaged and shipped Absolutely. by yeah. somebody like every day. Totally. And FCA approved, FCC, sorry, FCC tested, you know, CE tested, you know, all, uh, there's so much stuff that you really, you know, hardware new appreciation really, really to hard. when you
1: Any look at Any kind it. of hardware, as I, as you know, I come from the hardware background. Oh, well, indeed. It's really
2: hard. Yes. I just really. find I have a newfound respect for all these because I'm like, <laughs> wow, well done. That took ages for you to get. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's nice to
0: have somebody around you who has done this before.
2: Oh, yeah, no, you're, well, You're yes, it, well, it's, it's definitely where you could hear the war stories from people who've been through it. So I'm sure Ted, you got many of those. <laughs>
0: Casper, it's been great. It,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> great having you on
0: the show. Uh, no, really excited about all, all the things you're doing. And again, um, you know, gratitude for your support of our yeah, basically nonprofit effort to, um, you know, bring the gospel uh, to uh, other people who are believers or want to know why the heck we are.
2: Yeah. Well, it's my pleasure. Always good to talk to you. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. everybody. Yeah.